Well, good morning. Welcome to the Croxteth Baptist Church Thought for the Day. Um, if you've not been listening to the last couple of days, for the next week or so, we are down in uh, all around Bournemouth for the United Beach Missions team, um, just speaking to different people who are on the team mainly. Um, and if we sound a little bit out of breath today, it's because as we speak, we are walking up Henningsbury Head. It's threatening to rain, a little bit, little bit of rain, but it's still nice. And I'm here with Jason Michaels, a man with two first names. <laughs> and uh, Jason, we just want to learn a little bit about you, um, who you are, where you're from, what you do. So tell us about yourself, Jason. Where, where do you come from? Yeah, it's great to, to speak to you guys. Um, I'm from West London, Joseph Michaels, as Matthew said. And I currently work four days a week for my church as an evangelist. And the other day is freelance animation work for various TV companies and stuff like that. So, so, so do you think we've seen any of your work? Are you able to tell us? <laughs> Sadly, a lot of my work is boring. Um, <laughs> there have been some well-known mistakes of mine that have gone live on TV, which I'm not too proud about. <laughs> so maybe you spotted a mistake. Maybe you don't want to share yeah. that. But, but, but mainly it's, it's stuff like Sky News, ITV yes, News. Yes, So the 3D animations in between. Yeah, uh, 2D animation, quick facts and, and reports and statistics and all of that. Yeah. So, yeah. So next time you see a typo on the news, you know <laughs> who you can blame. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, Joseph, we think of like the sort of media world in London. Uh, it's obviously a big city, lots of power and success and money and all the rest of it. Um, I'm not suggesting you're driving around the Lamborghini, <laughs> I know otherwise. But obviously it does seem like sometimes it's a, it's a very different world to maybe what we're used to. Mm. How do you find it as a Christian sort of in those sort of environments? Yeah, it can be really hard. I think generally this, um, the environment is very, hmm, how would I put it, quite hostile to Christianity. I know generally in the public you might sense that, but particularly in the media world I've sensed it. Um, so it can be quite hard, but I do think interests and opportunities do open up while you're working people do want to know why you're different um it can be hard as well in terms of the type of work you get in you do have to kind of be careful in what what you say yes and no to some of it might be quite hard for a christian to work on at times so you're really kind of walking that tightrope yeah but yeah it's a very it's a very different world it's particularly in media i think you're right um it's it can be very challenging and it hasn't always been easy but there have been some great opportunities for Christ as well yeah. to share share the gospel. How, how did you become a Christian? What's your testimony? Well, let me try and sum that up. I don't know how long we've got. As, as long as you want. <laughs> so um, We can fix it in post. <laughs> so I, I was brought up um, with a mum from a Catholic background, Scottish mum, yeah. uh, dad, Egyptian dad from an Orthodox background. So I was brought up with some religion, but it never made no influence on my life. I genuinely believed there was a God, but that was it. And it, when I got to my teenagers, ended up in the wrong crowds, London life, as you can imagine, gang culture and all of that going on. Uh, you might be able to tell that with my accent. <laughs> but there was just, let's just say there was a wreckage left behind me when I, when, I, when I left my teens. There's many things I did to which I now very much regret. Got to my 20s, went to university, and it was there where things really started changing. I got into my first serious relationship. I was a bit of a terrible guy before in that area, but I fell in love. Um, She was a Muslim girl, and I used to call myself a Christian as a label. Never meant anything to me. And she asked me the simple question, why? Why are you a Christian, Joe? And she had thought about it more than I did. So I was like, whoa, I don't know. I don't know what I believe. So that was where 
things started turning in my head. Um, at that time, I met this guy that dramatically became a Christian. So there was all this stuff going on at uni. Finished uni, and I thought, I got to a point, to cut a long story short, where I thought, I need to know now if there is a God. I, it was now or never. Working in a supermarket, Tesco supermarket, nothing special about the supermarket, but I thought, I have to know. And I called out to God, and I literally asked, are you there? And I asked him a particular question, which he answered. Um, and I started to think, wow, God answers me. Let me keep praying. Let me see what happens. And I went on this journey. But the key thing that happened from that prayer was a sudden conviction of sin. Out of nowhere, I was suddenly, my conscience awoke. I felt guilt for the first time. I didn't know what to do. And I was trying to find peace. I was thinking, wow, there, there is a God up there, but I've wronged him. And, and I didn't know how to make it right and I looked into religion I was looking into Islam obviously because I was with a Muslim girl I was Buddhism I was trying new age meditation everything you can imagine trying to find peace nothing was working and eventually this is how I found out about the gospel because I left Christianity right till last on the list I thought I know this I grew up Catholic that's going to offer me nothing but I typed in on the internet one day at my lowest point um, with kind of I, I was very low by this point. No answer to guilt. Didn't know who I was anymore. Typed on the internet, how do you deal with guilt? Thankfully, the top website was a Christian one. And it simply explained the gospel. And I was like, wow, this is it. It, it was like a penny drop moment. Imagine growing up seeing the cross everywhere in a Catholic church, but it didn't mean anything. Now, his death meant everything. I thought, wow, that was for me all of that sin all of that mountain of sin that i was trying to clear myself he he cleared it he he took it away and i was i, I believed i started going to church was not long baptized started reading the bible because there was no reading of the bible up until that point and never looked back since so christ changed everything he, he he's the answer and the burden was lifted and yeah that's brilliant. That's really good. Just to pick on one, one thing you said, you said that you asked God a question and he answered you. Mm. What did that look like? Yes. So I don't normally go into detail with this bit, but I'm glad you asked that because I would say God, God at the beginning was very clearly answering me through things that were happening in my life. Yeah. So I wasn't in the Bible at this point, so I didn't know what God would say or anything. But God was answering me through, uh, through situations happening in my life. Sometimes direct answers to prayers that I was praying were shown right in front of my face immediately after praying and it got to a point when I thought is that a coincidence no because as it kept happening and kept happening God God was answering prayer through life right in front of me and now I'm in the scriptures it might not happen so much in that way but I still believe he does that but it was very very clear at the beginning that, that God, God's a God who answers prayer. Mm. Sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes it's it's through, um, it might be a longer term thing. It's not immediate or sudden, but he's 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 a God who answers prayer. Uh, I was I was going down the dangerous road of expecting God to answer through everything. And he brought me to a church where there was, like, Joe, that's great, but get in the Bible. That's what you're going to hear what God's saying. So it was, it was a, he knew what I needed, which was, yeah, which was great, yeah. Brilliant. Joseph, thanks so much for, for speaking to us. We really appreciate that. Um, it looks like we've come to a part in the path where there's a massive puddle and the people ahead of us are weighing up whether they think they can afford it or not. <laughs>
but it's really good to speak to you. We hope you're doing well back home and hopefully catch up soon. Thanks very much.